Welcome to Getting Curious. I'm Jonathan Van Ness, and every week I sit down for a gorgeous little 30-minute conversation with a brilliant expert, person, you know, anyone who I'm fascinated by to learn all about something that makes me curious. This week, I'm curious about being an up-and-coming musician, which is why I smoke with the most badass singer-songwriter extraordinaires, Bishop Briggs. Because is Bishop Briggs really your, is that like your Sasha Fierce? Is that like your stage name yes, kind of? Absolutely. Like when you're off stage, you're Sarah Bear, but yes. then on stage, you're Bishop totally. Briggs. Okay, totally. got it. Yes. Got it. Yes, okay, got exactly. it. So you guys, I guess I just spoiled who our guest is this week. Gorgeous Bishop Briggs. Ah, um, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm so good. Good. So, I mean, you're having like a major year. Like last year was a major year. Like, what, like when did you, what, like what, when did your, when did this ride start? How did it start? Tell me everything. Oh my gosh. Um, that is such a good intro. Wow. I love that. I want you to intro me every single day. Till okay. I die. Yeah. Just like as you like wake up out of bed, I'm yes. like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> exactly. here she is. Exactly. No, it really has been so surreal and crazy. And uh, I mean, just this year, especially, it's just felt like, kind of the year of just telling the truth. You know, I, I think without even trying, you can be uh, hiding behind your own lyrics and metaphors and poetry. And and then even with social media, I feel like I've kind of noticed a shift in myself where I find that if you don't say anything about issues, you are just naive to your own platform, even if that platform is for people, it's still impactful. And I think now we live in a day and age, which makes me happy, but we live in a day and age where if you don't say anything, you're ignorant, yeah. you know, then you're on the quote wrong side, I yeah. feel. Um, and maybe there's a reason you're not saying anything. Um, but I just feel like I sometimes think of things in a perspective of like, what will I look back on and be proud of? And I mean, if we were living in a day and age, you know, like when things were extremely bad, I mean, they're pretty bad now, but with racism, I would be killing myself. I'd be so regretful if I didn't stand up for my friends that were black or if I didn't uh, stand up for my friends that are LGBTQ. And, you know, it's like, how can you raise kids in an environment knowing that you didn't stand up for people. Well, and you're such a powerful ally, which I think is like so important. But for the people, but I think that, you know, you are having like, uh, you're having like a, like a Lord, like a Kim Petras. You're having mm-hmm. like a, you're just, she's, She's arriving. She's got sorry, You can't help it that you're like that you've arriven really hard. But I want to. But for any listener who doesn't understand who Bishop Briggs is, I just want to like tell the children about like your arrival onto the yes. uh, onto the lay scene. Yes. Okay. So um, I let me think. Where do you're a where do I begin? Gorgeous musician. Okay. Thank you. Yes. I um, I'm a musician. Um, my music uh, I would hope is kind of a mix of like. Alabama Shakes, some 21 Pilots in there. I mean, I would love to throw in Adele, you know, just because I want to just say her name all the time. You you have a gorgeous, creamy-ass voice. What? Thank yes. you. Thank you. Gorgeous. Thank you. Powerful. Thank you. Um, and, uh, I mean, maybe something that you would know me from is I was on the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack. I was, like, the smallest artist on there. That's why Don't, I have to say as my claim to fame. But but that but that's major. It I mean, was that, crazy. Yeah, I it mean, because Beyonce was on that. I know. Honey. I mean, insane. I just, like, want to put on, like, a black veil and, like, big black, like, black <laughs> platforms and, like, and just go, like, and make, like, guttural noises and, like, walk around a house <laughs> yes. and then do it, like, but then, like, do that, like, that reverse feature, you know? Like, yes. we're, like, going backwards through the yes. house and I'm like so upset to that song, you know. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, you need to do that. Doesn't that sound like such a good music video for that <laughs> version so of that good. song? Oh, Did you just man. think of that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. I thought you prepared that. No. Okay. Wow. No. But so anyway. So but that was like your. That was like your in your career at that point. That was like you're like oh my god. Like that was something very. That was something very exciting. I also just released um, a new song called Baby. Uh, and before that, uh, maybe a couple months ago, I released my first ever album, which is called Church of Scars. Oh my god, Church of Scars. She's gorge. That name. What was and so what was it like releasing your first full album it was crazy i mean i think with first albums you don't really know that you're making them you know which is why i think the second album is so much you know has so much more pressure because maybe people know of you Uh, but with the first album it was one of those situations where i wrote a couple of songs um i guess the first thing that maybe people would know me from is i had a uh, a song that was in a Super Bowl commercial, yes, uh, which was an Acura commercial, and it was uh, for this song called uh, Wild Horses uh, that I wrote. And um, it was one of those things where that happened, and then overnight, it was really like my life just. Can we play shifted. a little tiny bit of <gasps> Wild Horses? You hold me down in the best way. No quarter from these chains that I slept on my heart for a feeling. Okay, Queen. Yes. The drop, the drop happened. That, that, and she happened so hard. I have chills oh on my God. quadriceps and my triceps. Stop. Yeah, I have like double chills on four different places. Oh my God. Thank yeah, because there's like two and two and two and two. Thank okay, you. so that's that. And so this year, you or you really, the, but the first album came out this year. Yes. Yeah, and yes. that's that's why I I that's, that explains the buzziness and like why I know and like what crazy. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. But so you like your first. Triple toe loop, triple toe loop was that commercial. Yes. Then you did, and then we have Fifty Shades. We and have Fifty Shades. I mean, okay, I guess, okay, well, if I was to go and say, like, what other people may know me from is, I had, like, three songs released, and I got to open for Coldplay for, like, ten dates or something. Okay, so that's, like, probably up there, too. Yes. That was, like, a ridiculous thing that happened. Because you're like, where am I? I'm that was, for- I literally had to write well, songs. Because are you a YouTuber set. or something? What, no. How, no, but how did how no. did they find you? Where did that come? I, well, I was performing. Were you walking in the mall? Where were you? Oh was God. it I Tiffany? Love, what was I it? I would love if I was walking in the mall. No, I was, um, so I was performing around L.A. for five years. You were? Yes. I was doing, like, um, every open mic night I could, and I was actually doing my first ever uh, songwriter's round. I'd never done a songwriter's round, and I don't recommend it. Um, It's basically, like, three artists on stage, and you each sing a song, and then you go around in a circle. I was thrilled to be up there. I was so excited for the girls that I was on there with, but I watched back footage, and it's just, like, you know, if you're anyone other than me who is like smiling during someone's entire show, you're just like being glared at by the people, the other people on the stage. Oh, it's awful. Have, oh, because you just have to like sit up there like, while they're I, on the leg. I happen to be someone that like I, I know how much people like feel an energy. You know, I feel so like when someone's performing. I mean, I'm like smiling ear to ear. Yeah, you know, like I'm like enjoying for that. Totally, and- yes, yes. Um, but basically, I got approached after that, 
and uh, someone who was there to see a different artist. There was only like 10 people in this, you know, like that came um, to this little uh, songwriters round and he was there to see a different artist. Um, it was just this A&R person. And then um, it, it kind of all happened from there. Love. Yeah. So just, you know, kind of a natural thing. Yeah. Um, but definitely like a lot of years of you know, kind of... Of not, no one knowing, no one knowing 100%. who Bishop Briggs is. Because I definitely feel like that too. It's like, I, I compare, I just like thought of this analogy, but I feel like, you know, getting famous in air quotes or getting attention or like being becoming known in your field in an LA or New York way yes. is almost like waiting to get an appointment at like the busiest fucking salon mm-hmm. of all oh time. Gosh, yes. And that waiting list is so long. Yes. Everyone wants their highlights there. They might even yes. want a body wave at that salon, honey. They're yes. still doing perms over there. And they do actually, them so good. And you've actually signed up before you actually know what you're getting yes you know yes. because you're because you're like i i i know it. i know gonna, i want yes, it it's I know, gonna feel yes. so good yes, yes. like i want it so bad yes. and then finally like if you get to the appointment the right yes. time like and, and you might only get to stay for a second like totally. maybe you're they seeing might, your brows they might done not, they might not offer you coffee you they know, might like, not nope nope and you but yeah but it's like trying to get an appointment yeah. like the busiest salon yes. of all time yes. and and it's all because like last night i was doing this thing um at this with these these kids at this college and they were like they were like Oh, like, you know, they wanted me to tell them, they wanted me to tell them my story. And then this one girl who asked the question was like saying it because like my story is somehow like uh, more interesting because of what I'm going through in my life like right now. Mm. And I was like, my story is like so more no interesting than like any one of yours in this room. Like I just like so happen to be on the waiting list and because I've been doing it for like years. Right. Like because I was like going for years doing like, yes, doing like this thing, doing that thing, like uh, not, I mean, Really, I just wanted to be a hairdresser, but once I did Game of Thrones, my little like web series, like since then, yeah, it's little, like, little. Well, but but since <laughs> but since I did Game of Thrones and like got in front of the camera, like yeah. since that was in 2013, and Queer Eye didn't happen until like you know 18, yeah. and and even if I was going to have been doing hair behind the chair for the rest of my life, five days a week, I would have been happy because I loved doing hair. Like I didn't yes. need anything past yes, that. Yes, but this is not about me. This no, is no, no, you. no. But I I I completely relate to this. I mean, like. I think when people do anything for the money or the fame, first of all, I think you would agree that it's like, well, you're in the wrong business because for so much of it, it is kind of the grind. Um, and specifically with music, you know, it is really like that too. And even once you have it, it's still kind of a grind. Oh, you gotta for sure. like, Oh my God, because I never imagined like it really being as, or me being as successful as this has been and the Queen Queer Eye being as successful as it's been like, but then it's like, once you do have it, you're like, oh my gosh, well, like, mommy's got it so like let me just keep running like let totally. me just, yeah let's like keep going yes keep going and do you um, feel like that yeah i mean i uh, i don't know i i'm i'm quite disassociated from all of it you know in the sense that like i uh i appreciate all the things and they're all the things that i've ever wanted and truly ever dreamt of but i am similar in the sense that i just want to do music every single day. You know, like I, I'm the same where it's like my soul is fulfilled by performing, by writing and doing all those things. But it's such a, um, it's just such a huge blessing, you know, to like have this other stuff with it because that is what you're working towards. You know, you are, for me at least, like I am working towards like having, you know, uh, as many people hear my music as possible because then that kind of gives me the ability to talk about um, things that I feel more people should be talking about too. Yes, yes. Which, you know, is a whole other, I think when you only have one thing in mind for like your global impact, yeah. You know, and and if it's just fame, 
I mean, I feel like those people, they just come and go. And and people are like, how did that happen? That's so crazy. And I really think it's because, like, they're the only thought process was to get that fame and right. people underestimate the audience it's like they're so the audience smart. is so smart so they smart. can tell when something is genuine yeah it's not no people are so intuitive yes. like so intuitive yes. yeah like if i could like have like my beyonce i was here like leave the world better than i found it like because that's oh, really that's yes. really what i want to do in general and like same. make people smile and laugh yes, and stuff same but also i'm going through this hardcore condo phase like i really want a condo like like or like a house you know what i mean Wait, like, are you on zillow yes yes and then he's like getting those emails on those yes, price charts and i'm like oh shit same. girl like the one was so expensive last week but they're plummeting they, i know uh, they're plummeting oh I'm, my wait, god they're i was plummeting. on i literally was on zillow for three hours last night it's a it's, and, it's and, been a mess and not yet and not yet you know i gotta wait a little bit more i gotta like no. save up them coins a little bit but i'm just like trying to work towards like what i and I now know. the cultural impact is important because it really 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 is <laughs> like i've never bought a house before he's like really like and i never thought that i would like really no. never thought i thought i would be like working to my life i know and i i read a thing and it was like okay so for 15 years the mortgage is blah blah and I was like what is life like this is so crazy but it's like, crazy but you're excited I don't want to the that I haven't figured out the functionality of that part of the app I haven't seen that oh, part like oh, what I don't you have know to scroll. no I don't want to no 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 no, no. <laughs> you just scroll you yeah. just see mm, no no cuz like I only I only I really only can add up like hair color okay, okay. um which is why <laughs> No no I, it spells it out for you it spells a, it out. I'm the a, same but it I have a business I have a business manager now because I need one. Oh yes, everyone does. Like I feel like I would be living in this igloo for the rest of my life if I didn't (laughs) have one because like but I would have fierce shoes. Yes, yes. I'd have fierce shoes. Yes. And an igloo honey. Yeah, yeah. I cannot budget no, no. Oh, same, same. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna be uh back with more getting curious and gorgeous Bishop Briggs right after this. Honey, take a moment and just think to yourself, describe yourself in one word. Are you simple, sophisticated, or adventurous? However you dress, the stylist at Stitch Fix can help you find your favorite piece. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. First, you complete a style profile, then an expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your preferences. They even have men's and kids' boxes, too, which we love, honey. Let's get everyone, uh, you know, taken care of. Plus, I'm sure you can mix and match if they aren't, you know, in the dark ages. What if you want something from both? With no subscription required, you can pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. We love our Stitch Fix personal stylists. I can customize my own gorgeous preferences, whether it's sizing, brand, or budget. Once you finish the style quiz and set up your ideal number of deliveries, honey, you'll receive everything from jewelry to shoes to bags, all to go with your hand-picked outfits. I love that. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash JVN and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's S-T-I-T-C-H fix.com slash JVN for an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. Support for today's show comes from Rakuten. Rakuten is a free member-based loyalty program that lets you earn up to 40% cash back at over 2,500 stores. It's perfect for all your back-to-school shopping needs. Get cash back on everything from school supplies to new clothes at some of your favorite retailers like Macy's, Forever 21, Walmart, and more. And don't worry, it's always free. No gimmicks, no points to redeem. 
Better yet, Rakuten is so simple and easy to use. Simply go to Rakuten.com, click on the retailer you're looking for to activate the cash back, and then shop as normal. You'll earn a percentage of every purchase you make up to 40% cash back. Then, every three months, members will be paid in the form of a check or via PayPal. Sign up today at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Welcome back to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Van Ness. Um, we're here with artist, singer, songwriter extraordinaire, Bishop Briggs, who hey. I am, I do have current permission to call Sarah. Uh, yes. Because that is your real name. And, yes. yes. This, is, this feels so intimate. I'm it, so excited. We're just intimate babies. Yes. We can't help it. So enough about like random stuff. I want to hear more about you. I want to hear about your process. I want to know about like what you're passionate about. Ooh. Like I want to know all that stuff. Yes. Um. Okay. So and I. also where are you from? Oh, oh, okay. So where I'm from, uh, so my whole family is Scottish. Um, uh, and so then, yes. Where are Dumfermline, Aberdeen? Where are we from? What? Glasgow. Cute. Yes. Been there. Oh been my to God. St. Andrews, honey. She's been to Edinburgh. I've been, my, Stop. my sister married the Scotsman. <gasps> yep. So crazy. But so anyway, I love Scotland. Your okay. family's from Scotland. Yes. It's, we're serving outlander realness. Yes. Oh, and just a side note. I, I know we're not talking about this, but can I just say, I just made like a statement to my band about this because we were talking about this person that like had a very subpar personality and he had, he has a larger stomach, which is fine. Doesn't matter. Um, and he is married and has kids and all this stuff. And it was a really interesting discussion on like, what media is showing us and it's really weird because i have noticed that you know there are these like super hot women with these overweight men but there is no overweight women with skinny men oh yeah like uh like i think of a particular one in like modern family literally yeah like how does sophia vergara end up with yes but like and and is there any issue with this absolutely not absolutely like, not her and, character and what can is... love, but why don't we ever have like a gorgeous curvy a woman totally because that boy isn't unattractive the guy who she dates no. in the show is not unattractive he's fine and yes. i and i love it i mean i no. have to say i i do love a daddy i, I <laughs> yes. always like no, i see a hairy fine. chest and i get my i get those hard eyes and, and if i see like a big old belly i can climb on i'm like oh daddy you better get <laughs> You better get over here. You know what I mean? Yes. No, there's nothing wrong with it. And even like the term overweight, it's like. You but know, we just never see the reverse. That's my issue. And it's, that's the thing. It's not a, uh, you know, men are doing this. There are women that are pushing these publications as well that are working at these. It's, it's, it's not a men versus women thing. It's like, no, I think we're all being fed a certain image. And it just, anyways, it just bums me out. And even with the term like overweight, I found out that you're not allowed to say that because it means that their weight you know, like it's very judgmental. Oh, because what do we 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 are, we just say like full? You're supposed to just plus. you're supposed to well, you're supposed to just say fat, I guess. Uh, but I can't honestly. Though, these, I can't these, even. But you know what? These terms are so fluid. They are so fluid. Uh, right? Like trying to stay on top of like all of the terms, honey. It's like trying to hold like a smoothie in your hands and like drink it. It's. It is a lot. You know what I mean? Yes, so we're doing, yes. the, well, honestly, we're doing the best we can. Yes. Like, I can tell from your teeth and mine, we're both flossing, <laughs> like, twice a day. We're showing up for our platforms. Like, we're trying. Yes, trying. We're really trying. Yes, and and I want to make clear, the overweight thing, I got told when I was trying to, like, stand up for. <laughs> so, where I where I come yes. from. Yes. Um, Family okay. Scottish. Family is Scottish. So, that's where the name came from, because I come from a town 
in Glasgow called Bishop Briggs, ah. which I would visit every year. It's like my Auntie Emery's house is there. So I thought it would be a cute reminder every time I introduce myself, you know, to be reminded Love. of home. And um, But I grew up in Japan and Hong Kong. Very random. And then Do I've you been speak in a Japanese? No. Oh. Okay, well, I was a baby. No, I'm, not just, I'm not disappointed. No, that, that no, I, you sounded that, very no, disappointed. I, I could teach you one sentence. <laughs> okay. Goshu Shinwa. I'm going to find out what it means first. Oh, it's, it just means where are you from? Oh, okay. But like how you would say like your grandma. Oh, okay, okay. It's apparently extremely Goshu, formal. Okay. Goshu Shinwa do chira deska. Goshu Shinwa do chira deska. Do chira deska. Do chira deska. Do chira deska. deska. I love that. Yeah. I know. And it really does mean like where are you from? Like to your grandma. I would did not just teach you to say something like horrific. I swear to God. Oh my God. But <laughs> well, you said fierce. it in a very sweet way. So I mean, you... I know how to say kawaii desna, which means cute. <laughs> you were literally cute saying that. <laughs> but so you grew up there, fierce as a kid, got very multifaceted. With, like I'm, I'm sure like when you're, because how old were you when you lived there? So I um, moved there. So I was born in uh, London and then moved to Japan when I was four and then Hong Kong. Um, so I basically lived there. Japan for six years, Hong Kong eight years. Do you re- do you remember Japan real oh, well yeah. when you were little? So well, because it was just it was the dream childhood. I mean, truly, like it's just such a were beautiful. Were you in Tokyo? Yes. Oh my god! I know it was so magical and beautiful. And my dad was like someone that really like worked from the ground up. So I just feel like there was Did so he much. Did speak Japanese? Oh yes, yeah. He learned it. I mean, he's just like I think he might be. A I don't spy. know. Why I'm so obsessed with Japanese. Oh my gosh! No, well, it's I, the I best know. language. Why is that like the, the first question I'm asking? No, you no, it's the best. It's the best. Like, language. what about them? Do they speak Japanese? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, my sister does a little bit, but that's your sister. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys! So also in our igloo next to the stone yes. man is um, Sarah's t- sister. Yes. And, and Jenna. And Jenna, who we also love. We also love. Everyone's huge fan. Yes. So, um, okay. So you lived in Asia. Yes. Got a very much cute worldview and like the developmental of like young Bishop Psyche because yes. you were a young baby yes. then. And in my, in, in the living room, like when I was growing up, it was a lot of Motown music. So a lot of Etta James, Otis Redding, Aretha. <sighs> R.I.P. Yeah. I mean, I'm so I've, I've been listening. To, it was, I've I'm only so been listening to like Aretha and Ariana for like yes. 10 days now. It's, Same. Yeah. It's, Same. It's an issue. Yes. It's yeah. it's so beyond crazy. Um, How good is the new album for so Ariana? I mean. I mean. I, every time. Uh, and um, It just feels so her. Oh don't you think? I did a really sexy walkout on my stand-up show last week to Every Time no. Twice. And it was. <laughs> Yeah, it started off with like just my Louis Vuitton emerging oh, from this yes. heel, and I did like a very high kick scale, oh but with a very god. controlled descent. Oh my god, yes. Into my walk, and then I realized that like when I stuck my shoe out of the curtain and did like that like yes. high kick slow descent, yes. that all the fucking lights were off, so like no one could even oh see like god. my no. gymnastic prowess of like how I was balancing half my body on the stair behind curtain and then like lifting up my leg. It was oh my god, whatever. Wow. I'm gonna nail it with the timing better next time. But anyway, oh my god. Jonathan, why am I talking about myself? No, so no, much? no. But oh wait, god. I'm so happy you're doing stand. Up. She's stand up now. You are, you're destined I'm to do stand up. I'm into it. I love it. It's okay. really fun. Are you like enjoying it? Yes. It's like I think it would be. And I can't it's, sing. It seems terrifying. It is, but I can't sing. And I really like to entertain people, and you know, so yes. it's great for me because I can't sing. So thank God that's a thing that I can do. You oh, know, I come which see is, you. Oh, I have to come. See, no, we'll do each other. Okay, so perfect, great. perfect. So anyway, but so you had a lot of like Motown vibes that you're growing up in, like Asia, which is interesting. Yes. You were there too. You were like 14. Yeah. So I was. Well, I mean, I was in Asia till I was 18. Oh my God. Yeah, I graduated high school there like international schools oh my god that's Mm -hmm. so cool is it and then you started yeah so then you started making music yes yes and then what happened and then um i mean my introduction to music was in karaoke bars because my dad would get up and sing frank sinatra 
And I was and, just... And Japanese karaoke bars? Oh, yes. And you were like, Dad, I know. were you embarrassed or did you love it? Well, I... Well, I mean, he's the coolest ever. I, and he was very... Um, It was kind of like the thing to do. Like, it didn't seem weird that we were all underage. Like, we're all like, you know, four and five and six and seven in a bar. Can I see a picture of your dad? Oh, you're going to be obsessed with him. Yeah, because like you're, the way that you're... I kind of feel like you're... And like, not to be weird, but I feel like you're kind of describing like one of those dads where he's like super fucking hot. Like, no, you're like one of those dads that's like... It's like, sorry, my dad's like really hot. No, he's he is um, very similar to like a Sean Connery vibe. So like, your dad's like super hot. He's, I mean, he, I love Sean Connery, honey. I mean, you're you're just gonna be like, oh, like what a like all the way he's up just to such and a through, cutie through to the me. end of Entrapment. Like Sean Connery is like <laughs> serving looks. Okay, I just want to be clear. This doesn't this doesn't do him justice. He's gonna be like, which photo did you show? Oh, this doesn't. Okay, okay wait, this doesn't okay. do him justice. Okay, to be clear. But just like think of like like kind of like But just ima- remember okay, wait, first of all, let me just show you us in Japan. I mean I just oh, found this in our group. I just found this in our group. <laughs> oh my god, is... your dad's a gorge dad. Is, I love him. This is, is you when you were a baby kid. I mean, are you crying? Look at how cute your little smile is. Yes. Uh, this is us on a I oh, don't think like, it was even ours. I think the top of his hat is ja- in Japanese. Yes, yes. Cute. Yeah. What That's an interesting, true. gorgeous, formative experience for you to get, like, the musicality that you have. Because she was, sweet. like, she was very, like, East meets West. It's interesting, yeah. And and when I graduated high school, I just went straight to L.A. So I kind of had, like, you know, the... I, I was lucky that I had a really supportive school. You know, like, I really did everything I could um, musically. Uh, apart from choir, it was never really my scene. Mm. I just, I didn't, I don't like the idea of, like, us competing. I think you should only be competing with yourself. So that was the only, that was honestly the only, like, music thing that I was like, I don't quite get that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't, I, I, I don't like competitiveness in something that I feel like should be, like, a soul thing. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, no, like, that's like a. Yes. Yeah, creative uh, outlet thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I went from that kind of bubble in a way and then LA was just kind of, uh, I think what's good about LA is, you know, everyone is doing, you know, the same grind and the same hustle, um, which can make it hard as well because you lose a lot of people too that are like, I can't do this, you know? So, you know, um, you really find out how much, you want it. And also, I think the misconception about LA, and it does happen for some people, but most people think that the minute you land, you know, you're going to meet someone that will take you to blah, 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 and then you'll get signed. Um, and it's kind of for the best, though, that you think that because, you know, it's Otherwise like. you would c- never go if you knew how hard it was going to be. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you, I mean, for me at least, I would. Because I just was like, I can't see myself doing anything other than this. You know, like this is just. This is it. So whether or not this happens in 10, 15, 20 years, it's like it's like that carrot dangling in front. You know, like yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to get that salon appointment. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm going to do I'm it. I'm going to keep applying. Yeah, yeah totally. No I got to get in. I totally. got to get in that waiting list. Yes, yeah. And I and I think analogy. you have little you have little things along the way. You know, like maybe you'll get like a text from the salon that's like just you wait, you know, yes. it's going to be great, you know, or whatever or like you get little things along the way that kind of keep you going. And I will say, like, I, even when I was playing these little coffee shops, I think it's really important for me to note that, like, there were people in the coffee shops that, like, came up to me and they were like, keep going. You know, like, it wasn't, you know, I, I was lucky that I, I did have support, 
you know, in terms of like, you know, every time I played, I did have people that were like, hey, that was that was great. You know, like that uh, was good. That was OK. You know, whatever. That was OK. But so, whatever. I but had little things like being, like people that were like encouraging you and like helping. I, yeah, I was I think I was lucky that I I had, you know, things that kind of kept me going for sure. Other than myself. Did you like grow up with advocacy in your heart or did you like once you approach your Ooh. like you're like, oh, we got to have a platform. I want to be an advocate. I want to be an ally. Like, how did you like merge all that together? When I was really, really young, I think I had just learned uh, <laughs> just learned what cohesive brand was I think I went to like a singing camp and they were like you have to have a cohesive brand so what are things that within that brand um you would like and uh I I think it really helped me because from a really early age I was like oh right I'm a product and so it took away it it made me focus it made me make sure that songwriting and writing and performing and um all the music stuff was soul and it was me but any of the other fluff that comes with this that that's just them seeing me as a product don't take it personally it's just it's a business as well um and so with this whole cohesive brand thing i was like okay this is what i want to stand up for you know it was like lgbtq uh it was like um sex trafficking child trafficking i saw so much of it because we would travel to thailand all the time um growing up just because it's like an hour flight Um, it was kind of like the place to go on holiday. Yeah. You know, um, it, it sounds like luxurious, but it was just like an hour That's flight. That's like what you do. No, I get it. It's yeah. like it would be like going to Florida if you lived in Atlanta Absolutely. or whatever. Absolutely. Um, but there was so much discussion of sex trafficking. I mean, you saw it all the time. You know, you saw these like seven-year-old um, Thai girls with these um, 50-year-old men. Um, and Ugh. yeah. And, and so I think for a really young age... All of these things. Um, my best friend in high school was gay. He was like the only person that came out in our high school, and he was very supportive. But it was a uh, it was a big deal for him. And I, I don't know, just the oh, and like my uncle, who isn't even my uncle, is you know like flamboyantly gay, and like I just kind of I really realized from a young age that like people were getting treated differently. You know, like the uncle that I'm describing, like he was in finance, and he wasn't he was like oh yeah i can't come out at work it's just that's just not that would never fly and it was just so weird to know that he was two different people you know and i saw him he would be on business calls he would literally change the way he spoke yeah so it's it's interesting the things that you see growing up and you're like that's such a perfect human being the way they talk to me the way they make me feel so filled with love and they're adjusting themselves so that they can continue to get paid or continue to have a job to support me and like the little dolls that they're mm. giving me each year. You know, it's like the stuff like that I think sticks with you. And so the minute that I, even before I had, you know, um, a quote unquote following or any sort of platform, um, I I always wanted to make sure that that was a part of my life. Because it's the same as what you're saying, where like you want to leave the world a better place. You know, um, you want to know that you at least you know, stood up for those things and you said something and you talked about it, you know, and you weren't afraid, you know, um, I think that would be my biggest uh, regret for sure. You're listening to Getting Curious and we'll be back with more after this quick little ad. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, 
anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. And get help at your own time and at your own pace. Anything you share is confidential. And it's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. If for some reason you are not happy with your counselor, though, you can request a new one at any time and for no additional charge. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Getting curious with Jonathan Van Ness listeners can get 10% off your first month with the discount code JVN. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash JVN. Then simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash JVN. You can hear ad-free new episodes of Getting Curious, plus two weekly bonus episodes only on Stitcher Premium. For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com slash JVN and use promo code JVN. I think that's like such a beautiful energy to have, and I wish that more people had it. So, um, with your new Gorge album, yes. what is your what? I mean, is it is the question of like picking your favorite song from it or your favorite work from it? Is that like picking your favorite cat or something? Like it's like impossible. Okay, well, uh, it is impossible. But the last song I wrote for it is this song called Water, and I did it with this producer named John Hill, who I really really love. He's someone that um is very very. Um, creative and cool and uh, respectful and just wants me to be a better artist, which is always great and uh, isn't afraid to teach me things, uh, which is new for me. Um, And uh, uh, yeah, it's a song called Water. um, And it kind of led into the new single, which is called Baby. The music video just came out. Um, yes, must I'm check really out. Excited. Must yes. check out. Yes. Um, and uh, but it led into that world of like, you know what? I'm just gonna say it how it is. You know, like I'm actually gonna just not put filters and 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 not without even even trying. You know, like I felt so vulnerable writing the entire album, of course. But there was that uh, ability to hide behind my own poetry. So I when I started working with him, I was just like, yeah, I don't. Like, You're like I don't need to like put yeah. like a like a haiku on. I'm just gonna like no. say what it is. Yes, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Totally, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love. And that. then I find that people feel so much more liberated when you do that because they're like, right, like I can just say my truth because that's so clearly hers. Yeah, you know. I mean, um, I was just interviewing uh, uh, Dion von Furstenberg, who obviously <gasps> very major, <sighs> and she was saying that like people really respond the most like when you're willing to give them like your guts like and like just give them like the depths of like yes. the thing that you're really scared to show people and I know that's really powerful and I think that you as an artist I think that you have had the courage to do that you continue to do that thank you so inspired by your work so inspired by you what yes. I'm so inspired by you no I love no, because you. I mean I know that and I know we're like out on time but no. I will say I know that a lot of people you know I think they hear your story and they are like, oh my gosh, so amazing that his career started at Queer Eye. But it's like, I knew of you for, for so much longer, you know? And it's just, really? yes, Great. yes. I mean, like you were doing so much activism work just on your Instagram alone, you know, before all of this. And what I think is so great is, you know, you're still doing the things you're passionate about, but you're utilizing, you know, something that uh, gives you an even broader you know, reach. Um, but I just want to say I'm so proud and like just, uh, yeah, it's just, it was such a huge honor for me to even sit with you. Oh even even if this was before the Queer Eye things, it was just such on my like goals as like oh a human God. being just to meet you. Just from 
from like a perspective of, you know, the connection of humans is it's such it's a weirdly rare thing. But people that actually look into someone else's eyes and actually truly, truly fill their light with someone else is a rare, rare, rare thing in another human being. So I wanted to meet you and just, I wanted to be able to tell you that one day. And so I'm just, it's very full circle to be able to tell you. You have the most amazing, beautiful spirit and the most amazing, beautiful energy. And I really want to, you are so personable and so uh, great to talk to that I feel like I didn't, I talked too fucking much. And I didn't even what? get to like ask you no. all the things I want to ask no, you about. No, it's perfect. So I have to have you back. I have to talk Thank more you. about music. We have to so like, get more into it. I feel like this is just like the tip of our Titanic iceberg. It was. We're not we, we dove into thriving. a lot of things. We dove into a lot of but things. But we're flying. Yes. Like we're just, this was the tip of the iceberg in a positive way. Good, good. Um, so Sarah, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Briggs, where can people find you? Where do, okay. where do people need to look out for? Um, by the way, I love that you said tip of the iceberg. You're really keeping with the theme. <laughs> she has to, <laughs> you know. The it's cold. We're frozen. Yeah. Love. I love it when it's consistent. Yes, Brand. Yes, everything. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Yay. You've been listening to Getting Curious with me, Jonathan Van Ness. My guest this week was Bishop Briggs. You'll find links to Bishop's work and socials in the episode description of whatever you're listening to the show on. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JVN. Our theme music is Freak by Quinn. Thank you so much for letting us use that, Quinn. We love you. If you enjoyed our show, subscribe all up in that Apple podcast or wherever you listen. Write a gorgeous little review, honey. Introduce a friend. Share our links on social. If you're feeling like superstar, getting curious fan of the year, honey, do all that stuff. Um, But I love you guys so much and thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you're just really just like getting into your holidays in a gorgeous way. I hope you're feeling low stress. Hope you're loving it. I love you guys so much. And I'll see you next time on Getting Curious. It's Sashir and Nicole from Best Best Friends. Our podcast has been out for a few months. If you haven't listened to it, you should. We've already asked the big questions in life. Imagine if we could lay eggs. Okay, sure. (laughs) I guess we... Wouldn't that be funny if you could eat from yourself? No, because that's like cannibalism. Not when you eat yourself. What? Hmm? Answer listener questions. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. What happens if Sashir dies first? I mean, I've never thought of that. Well... I would be so sad. <laughs> oh no, Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> I'm not gonna die. Take BuzzFeed quizzes. Let's pick eight foods and we'll give you a sex position to try. Whoa. This is wild. Plus, we bring on other funny best friends to talk about their friendship. I almost wanna cry. I feel, I don't know why that really made me feel emotional, but. It's because <laughs> it's pure to talk about it friendship. Is. It's nice. It's so nice. It's like so rare to like articulate it, but she's always there for me. Like, I, I think she's just somebody who. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love it so much. Oh my God. It's really sweet. Best Friends with Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda is new every Wednesday. On Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen. Oh my God. To it. <laughs>